If you own an LLC or an S corporation, you'll want to listen to today's episode. Today we are discussing the Corporate Transparency Act. Welcome to the Retire Early, Retire Now podcast. This is your host, Hunter Kelly. I am the owner of Palm Valley Wealth Management, and I've been a financial advisor for the better part of a decade. I'm doing this podcast to help mid-career families retire early and pre-retirees retire now. If you like this podcast or you like this episode, please share this with your friends and family. Also, leave a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. This helps out the show tremendously. And again, uh, thanks for everybody that continues to listen. We actually broke 100 podcast downloads in a seven-day period, which we're, we're trending up. So I'm glad that people are liking uh, what they're here. If there's a particular topic that you'd like to hear uh, more in depth, some more information on, uh, send me an email at hunter at palmvalleywm.com or uh, message me on Instagram or LinkedIn or something, and I will certainly make a podcast about those topics. I just want to make sure that I'm covering things that you guys want to listen to and you find useful and valuable. Let's get into today's topic, and that is the Corporate Transparency Act. And so what is the Corporate Transparency Act? This is just a new reporting law for small businesses, specifically for LLC and S corporations. There's a lot of nonsense on the the internet about this law a little bit. It's not really getting covered by uh, government officials or the media, I don't think as well as it should be, but it is an important law. You need to comply with it. And so you are going to need to report any beneficial ownership to the federal government or FinCEN, which is the Financial Crime Enforcement Agency for the federal government. Really what this law is trying to do is it is trying to mitigate any sort of illicit activity like money laundering, things of that nature. So if you think of the show Ozark, people set up shell companies and it makes makes it very difficult for the federal government to understand who owns what company and where this money is coming from. What they're really trying to get at is we need a way to understand how uh, this money laundering is happening, who's in control of these particular entities, uh, are they funding terrorism, whatever that case may be. What you'll hear on the internet is it's an overreach of federal information and or your personal information to the federal government. And while that is somewhat true, you're already reporting this information to your state that you're filing this entity in. So the government theoretically already has this information. It's just making it more accessible so that they can understand where some of this illicit activity is coming from. What we'll cover today is is who does it affect, who is exempt from this particular reporting, when should you file what if you don't have an LLC yet, but you plan on getting one this year or in the future? When should you file it by then? And things of that nature. And so we'll, we'll kind of get into that right now. The first question you may be asking yourself is, well, what is a beneficial owner? And so a beneficial owner is an individual who directly or indirectly exercises substantial control over the reporting company. So they own at least 25% ownership in that company or they have some sort of management role where they're making key decisions in that business. 
Not only will you have to report anybody that owns 25% or more, you will have to report any substantial managers that make key decisions within that business, even if they have no ownership at all. And so you may be asking yourself that it's kind of a gray area. So what I'll do is I'll link some frequently asked questions in the description of this show to the uh, FinCEN website where you can obviously report your BOI, but also uh, if you have questions about whether it's beneficial ownership or other questions about this particular law, I'll, I'll link that in the show description. Some of that information that you'll need to report is obviously their name, um, their address, and then a photo ID, whether that be a passport or a state-issued driver's license. For the entity itself, you have to report the obviously the legal name of the entity, any doing business as name. So if there's a trade name that you use that's not the legal legal business name, you'll want to report that as well. Where you formed that uh, LLC or S Corp. Also, you'll have to put the TIN number or the, the tax ID number. And then any updating after that, you would have to file that within 30 days. And that leads me into when do I have to file this information or report this information? So if you have an LLC or S corporation already active before 2024, then you'll want to do this before the end of 2024. Just so you know, any anybody that waits until after the last day of this year, you'll be subject to $500 a day penalty and potentially two years of imprisonment. And so I don't know that they'll actually enforce that heavily. I think it's more for if they catch somebody money laundering or doing some sort of illicit activity, it's just another way for them to be able to put the hammer down and, and make sure that they receive penalty for doing that illicit activity. Or if you're purposely lying about the beneficial owner, obviously to do those sort of crimes and things of that nature. Now, if you establish an LLC or an S Corp in 2024, so after January 1st, 2024, then you will need to report that by the 90th day after it's official that your LLC is up and running. And then anytime after that, so after 2024, so if you establish a new entity in 2025, you'll have 30 days after that date. So this is just going to be just another step in the process that you'll have to do when making those entities in the future. It doesn't just stop there. If for whatever reason there's a new manager or a new owner over that 25% threshold, you'll have to update that reporting or address change, anything of that nature, within 30 days of those changes. So you just have to make sure that you stay on top of this so that um, you don't get on the bad side of the federal government. And remember, the federal government is doing this so that it is much more difficult for people to create shell companies to do things like money laundering, fund terrorism, things of that nature. The best example of this I I have seen is the, the movie Ozark. Now, obviously, it's exaggerated and dramatized because it's a fictional show. But if you think about the main character... He is creating shell companies to launder this money for the drug cartels, things of that nature. It doesn't quite happen like that in real life, but there are certain scenarios where things like this are happening and the U.S. government wants to cut down on that. Just keep that in mind. They're not just trying to overreach for no reason. They are generally trying to stop these illegal activities. Mainly the exempt entities are the big companies. So if you're a publicly traded company, a bank, 
credit union, things of that nature. If you're an RAA like I am, but you're federally registered versus state registered like I am, then you would be exempt. But if you're state registered, you would have to report the BOI. And then if you are a business that grosses $5 million in receipts or more, or you have more than 20 employees, then you would be exempt as well. Again, if you're a big company or you're under a lot of regulatory scrutiny already, they already have all your information. They don't need a repeat of it, so you will be exempt. It's more for those small companies with, again, less than 20 employees, less than $5 million in gross receipts. That's where a lot of that illicit activity happens is with those smaller companies. And so the other thing I want to point out and again, I am not an attorney, so if you need legal advice, please seek a, a business attorney to help you out on this. But another exemption is if you created the entity before 2020 and it's been inactive since then, you have less than $1,000 of receipts since that time period, then you would also be exempt. I've heard of people just going ahead and, and dissolving those entities just so you don't have to worry about it. But again, I would consult with an attorney to see what the best path would be for that. Or if you plan on using that entity in the future, then you may want to hold on to it. Um, but again, seek, seek legal advice. So just to recap, if you own an LLC or an S corporation, 25% uh, or more, or you have substantial control of an S corporation and you're not exempt from this Corporate Transparency Act, you will need to file the BOI before the end of the year. Or if it's created this year, you'll have to file it within 98 days of that creation. And so again, I will link um, some information and the link to file that BOI in the show description. Hopefully this episode keeps those business owners on the right side of the federal government I know there uh, is a handful of business owners I work with also that probably listen to this podcast as well. Uh, again, just wanted to keep you on the right side of the government. And I will put some links in the description of this show. One, I'll add the frequently asked questions link to the FinCEN website. And then also I'll add uh, the link where you can just go directly to file that BOI if you're ready to do so. I hope you found this valuable and we will see you next week. As a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This is not financial advice. This communication should not be relied upon as a sole factor in an investment-making decision or financial planning decision. If you would like help, please seek a financial tax, legal, or insurance professional. Please keep Palm Valley Wealth Management in mind when making those considerations.